Hey guys, you're listening and watching to Masterminds in Your Pocket. We're starting a little late today because we had technical difficulties. The internet decided right before noon not to work. But here we are. We'll be on Facebook, Instagram, and what else are we on? Uh, Blog Talk Radio Live, which you can also find on iTunes and iHeart. Woo! We have a new new guy on our show today. I'll call him Guy. He's one of my best friends, David Martin. He's one of my best friends. Is he? You guys can share. (laughs) I'm Brad. No. No. So, oh, we shut the door. So, David, if you could introduce yourself, and yeah, you know, absolutely. what do you do? So, I'm David Martinson. Um, I'm a entrepreneur consultant. Um, I work with, is that live? Yes. Okay. I work with uh, entrepreneurs and folks that are interested in, you know, branching out, making more money. Great. Yeah. That's great. Good to know. Absolutely. Why didn't I know? I I help you all the time, Adam. What are you talking about? We talk to I get you for free all the yeah, time. I usually just actually uh, vent with David. Right. That's so good. that's my thing. He's really good listening, and in the in your space that you create for me, I actually come up with solutions. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's a great idea, and he really didn't say anything. <laughs> you know, right like, now, he's oh, magical. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, and really, Adam, I'm like, I love business, mm-hmm. right? I just love the game of business. So it's really, you know, it's a pleasure to like get a look at your business and mess around in there with you mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, you could do this. You could do that. Right. And just stretch what you, what you see available. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's a mess. It's like a mastermind. It's like a mastermind. <laughs> it works. Yeah. You know, we were talking about how this show is that, you know, we really want to be able to put our brains together and help you. So when you can, when you feel like it, you can call our show and be a guest call in, which is 713-955-0531. Or you can put on the comments. I'm always looking like this. This is what I'm doing. I'm tweaking or working on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for your comments or questions so that we can put it in our mastermind and come up with solutions for whatever problems or challenges you might have. So remember to call if you'd like. 713-955-0531 or put a comment on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, we'll get to the comments later, but if you could put it on Facebook, that's great. You can find it live under Adam Tagledean in Facebook. I was going to say .com. I'm like, oh, right. love you can find it there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not, not live. There's a bunch of Adam Tagledeans, but I'm number one. So. <laughs> and I do so much. It's because I do so much. It just pops up. Are there others? There are others. Wow. Oh, so everybody's got one. Oh, okay. It used to be, but there are a bunch. Uh, I think they're mostly Indian or Pakistani. Apparently, it's the same. Hmm. They use that name. Huh. Interesting. And who are you? I am uh, a business coach. I help you with marketing, actually implementing it, and helping you get unstuck. So if you're stuck in something or you're not getting the sales that you want, I guarantee results. And there will be a link on the show that you can type in your name and email, and you'll get uh, the rest of the – I'm sharing 10 things. I'll, uh, 
entrepreneurs and employees today on how to increase your income. We'll be sharing five of those today each. If you want the other five, uh, just go to that link and you'll be able to get the rest of the information. And I'm McCall. I'm a master nutritionist. And primarily what I do is nowadays train and practitioners, healing practitioners. So I have trained in functional medicine and a lot of other healing modalities, um, like emotional healing and trauma work. Um, so that's what I do. Um, today I'm going to focus on how to stay empowered around money, um, what the background beliefs and conversations around money are that typically wipe us out of staying in action um, when it counts. And also really getting grounded in reality, like what's actually so. A lot of us just aren't present to the stats of our own budget. Um, so that's what I'm going to cover. And two care to start. Maybe Sorry. Uh, he was working inside. His yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I usually tell him to get distracting. All I'm doing is uh, looking for the comments and making sure the show is going. Very good. So I already introduced myself, but I'm going to cover you know, how to find those hidden assets. Right, and that can bring in new revenue for you or income, depending on what you're looking for, as well as just create wealth. Awesome. Right? Good. 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 So, who starts today? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, let's get started. Right. So, um, and I'd love to get you guys's input as we go through this as well. No, you'll get things it. that you use. Right? I got that. Yeah, we'll argue. Right. Right. Well, we're going to keep you on track. So <laughs> if I cut you off, we'll, you'll know. So hidden assets, right? It's kind of like, you know, if you're showing up to play a game and you didn't bring all the equipment, how successful are you going to be? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't know what all the equipment is. And there's obvious things that people consider their assets, right? Like Obviously, like house, money in the bank, their car. Sometimes they refer to that even as a liability, though, right? Mm -hmm. And there's ways to turn that around. So, you know, there's it's easy to see the physical stuff that you have as assets. And then it's also like education. People normally think of that, right? But then there's things that people don't think about, right? And so let's just take someone who works a job. And they complain that they don't get paid enough. That's a common complaint for people. So, okay, how do you get a better paying job? Mm -hmm. Even if you're doing the same thing. Right. Right? It's easy to say, like, well, work harder and, you know, talk to your boss, get on a plan for, you know, how to move up in the ranks and get that next promotion, whatever that is, right? But there's other things you could do as well. For example, um, there's a study out there that says, People make their get their largest pay increases when they switch jobs. Hmm. So what happens is people get in on the entry level, they start moving up in a company, but they don't get full market value for their promotion. Mm -hmm. The reason is, is they don't have any experience. Once they've worked that job for a while, they could actually move, make mm -hmm. a lateral move to another company and get a pay increase. How long would you say to do that? So it, it depends on your field, but usually, you know, uh, two years of experience is solid. Mm -hmm. And would say like, okay, now you've got some solid experience. You can move over to another company. Maybe it's a larger company that's going to be able to pay for the, uh, the value of the work you do and leverage it further. Mm -hmm. um, 
or a smaller startup that's like, hey, we need someone that has this expertise. We're willing to pay extra for that. Hmm. We're, we're really missing that in our company. So, you know, that would be one example, right? Like switching jobs could actually be an asset for you mm-hmm. and that, that option. There's other things around that, such as um, going to where the work is. So I talk to people all the time and they're like, you know, we're in Utah. I love Utah. I never want to leave Utah. My parents live down the street. My mom lives over, my sister lives over there. I went to that school. My kids are going to that school. And they don't realize that their mentality is actually stopping them from making more money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's plenty of opportunity in Utah, but for certain fields, you may make more money if you got a job with a company out of California or Seattle mm-hmm. or D.C. So if you were willing to commute to that job, you could do that. If you're willing to travel, you know, 100% of the time or 50% of the time versus 0% of the time, mm-hmm. that's an asset you could leverage as well in a mm-hmm. normal job. You know, I have a friend that works uh, in another state. Mm-hmm. And he makes a quarter million a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works two weeks straight through yeah. like 16 hours a day or whatever, and uh, then two weeks he's off. Right. So he tra- mm-hmm. They fly him in. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, they fly you in? Right. He has a per diem <laughs> of like 500 and whatever, and they fly him in. Wow. I'm like, wow, they must really need your skill. Right. And that's exactly it. Like, go where the work is, mm-hmm. and you'll find opportunities like that. He, he even leveraged himself to the point that he's not an employee. He switched it to a contract. Mm-hmm. Or so he's mm-hmm. making his tax money, and then he'll deduct he'll it. Off as much as and he'll use it. And it's not like he's doing anything wrong. He's going to do it legally. Right. But he's actually going to be running his business. So he gets the, the deductions. Understanding how payroll works, taxes work that gives you an edge to make more money. Mm-hmm. There's really an asset there, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, talking to an accountant and getting, you know, a full look at where you're at and what you're trying to do, it's great advice, right? Find a coach who's already done that even and can help you work through a lot of the basics. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It really is easy. So, and I think your friend's a great example, Adam, right? Like, so someone who's willing to work long days, that's an asset. Mm-hmm. Someone who's willing to work a different schedule than normal, like, you know, two weeks on every single day versus two weeks off every day. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't willing to sign up for that. There's so few people that are willing to do it, the companies will pay more for it, right, mm-hmm. to get what they want. Mm-hmm. So um, working at a different time of day, like mm-hmm. with my last job, I would go to the Philippines all the time. We worked nights. And there was people that would stay there long term and work graveyards for years and years. And they'd make more money because of it. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't argue with it, you know? Like, great, if you're willing to go live in the Philippines and work all night, you should get paid more. Mm-hmm. So, um, so those are some good examples. I think your friend's a great example of that, right? Um, go where the work is. Go where your skills are most valued mm-hmm. versus... I talk to a lot of people and they're like, I want to get a job right here. I'm never going to move. I don't want to travel. I want my weekends off. I want my nights off. The more you limit that, the less you're going to make. I call the the land. Yeah. The land. 
You don't have. You don't make enough money. My boss sucks. So do something about right. it. And that's right. different ways of what you're saying. Yeah. Do something mm-hmm. about it. They just want to complain, and I do it too. That's why I call you and complain. And then I go, okay, what can I do? Right. That's my new philosophy. Is I tell people when they start complaining or criticizing, I yeah. say, what can we do to improve it? You see things to improve. Great. I don't want to hear the criticism. I want to hear what we need to do to improve it. There's yep. there's always like further up the scale. There's always ways to improve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a matter of are you willing to do those actions, right? And I, I I do something with some of my my people when I'm coaching them is like I take a sheet of paper. I'm like this is everything that's possible. But if you're not willing to do this, we rip off half the page. If you're not willing to do that, we rip off another quarter of it. We keep ripping pieces mm-hmm. off and you end up with a little piece. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, here's your opportunities. <laughs> Based on the criteria you gave me, like, here's what you get to choose from. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're willing to open it up and work nights, get your hands dirty, mm-hmm. work somewhere else, travel some, have difficult conversations, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, you know, having a job is nice. You only interview once. Being a consultant pays more because you interview all the time. Mm. You're always looking for that next job. You can have the same skills and get paid, you know, twice as much, let's say, or even more, depending on how you market yourself. So there's real opportunities out there, whether you want to stay in a job or you want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. That's what I love working about with people that's about. Great. great. Yeah. <clears throat> Say something. Well, I, I love how you, one, one of the things about, um, <laughs> I can you tell were, you got something to say. Yeah, you were saying something like, you know, understanding how taxes work. I mean, yeah. you really should. Somebody just told us, like, well, have you gotten your daughter involved in any, um, oh, shoot, now the word modeling? Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten your daughter involved in any modeling? And we're like, little no, little why baby? would we do that? Yeah. Right. And they're wow. like, because if you do that, you can actually count all of the expenses associated with taking care of her, her clothes, diapers, you know, to a certain extent, like all of that's a business write-off. So mm-hmm. we're actually going to have her start modeling at my company that's when great. I'm doing demos on baby's health. That's <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I mean, but that's huge. Look how much a baby costs, and that could all become a tax write-off. How much does a baby cost? A lot. A lot. <laughs> what does that mean? I, yeah. does that mean no, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not present. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Knowing what, what is the you know, detail. Yeah. I'm like that example. There's other things you do, like you pay your kids to be an employee of some fashion, right? Like mm-hmm. a model for the mm-hmm. business, right? let them buy their own clothes and food or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's legitimate ways to do that and organize it. And of course, figure it out with an accountant. Um, you know, the thing that you'll read in the media now is all about like side hustle and a gig economy. And the reality is you can go pick up work, like a temp job like that mm-hmm. and a side hustle like that. And that could be things like, well, I have a car, I can drive Uber. Again, you can make more money if you optimize when you drive. Mm-hmm. If you drive when no one else wants to drive, <clears throat> 2 a.m. on a Friday and Saturday night, you'll make the most money that you can of any time. Or rush hour when there's all the traffic. But David, I don't want to drive at 2 a.m. Exactly. 
then here's your little, go here's your little opportunity, go yeah. right? Here's your little opportunity then. I mean, you could still make, you know, 15, 20 bucks an hour potentially out there driving Uber. Um, people have, you know, I know people that live in big houses. Everyone in Utah wants a big house, right? So I know people that live in big houses and they don't use half the house. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to Airbnb that? Do you want to, um, I saw one, an ad for one. It's like you can do storage for people. Hmm. So if you have an unfinished basement, you can actually like hmm. lease that out as storage. Hmm. So people get a deal versus going to a storage unit. Like there's those kind of gigs out there um, that are there. Amazon. I thought about that. I'm like, Amazon hiring people that like <laughs> they pick up boxes from their distribution center and they deliver them around the neighborhoods, right? And they do the last mile delivery for Amazon. Like, oh, it's really such weird people dropping off stuff in exactly. my house. Exactly, right. <laughs> you may notice that. Right? I notice they're like, you hear something on the porch and that's it. I'm like, what was that? You're like, like sitting in the living room? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it looks like this uh, a dude in a, yeah. a truck or a van. I'm like, no, you know, no doorbell ring, nothing. It's like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, I swear the guy just chucked it on there. But you did. Yeah. And like, you pick your, you pick your area that you're going to deliver to kind of thing. And the time of day you want to do it, you go pick up the packages, you do the deliveries. And it's a great side job for people, you know? Mm-hmm. Could be a great one for, like, mothers when their kids are at school. They're like, I want to do something, but I'm going to do it for three hours a day. Okay, great. And some days I want to do it, and some days I don't. Great. You just schedule yourself for it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of these gig economy type items that give you a ton of flexibility to work around the lifestyle that you want to have. <clears throat> Let me ask you this question, and then we'll move on to yeah. the call. Um, what? Why do you think that's changed? Because before, it used to be uh, there used to be like a social stigma about doing stuff like that or needing to do stuff like yeah. that. Why is it now more acceptable? Even? Yeah, I mean the stigma's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Before it was like, you know, your boss or your company owns you. Mm-hmm. If you're doing anything outside of there, mm-hmm. then like they own it, mm-hmm. right? And they want to know about it and all that, right? And some people still have contracts that are like that, right? But most of us, it's like, yeah, they know you're their employee while you're there and you're clocked in. And when you're not, you're not. Mm-hmm. And rising costs for, you know, housing, medical, you name it, um, just cost of living, puts people in a position of like, well, let me try something else. Let me add, let me add to my income in some fashion. Um, the other thing I would just recommend, right? Like, obviously there's a lot out there and there's also like scams that are out there. You hear it all the time, like work at home, doing whatever. A lot of times it's a scam or it's an MLM. I mean, we're in Utah, everything's an MLM. Mm-hmm. When you say right? scam, what do you mean? Like you buy a package and there's yeah. no way you're going to ever sell it? Something like that, or like you know, they they charge you to do something, and you're never going to make the money back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, find someone, find a coach, find a mentor, find somebody that's doing it, learn from them, um, and learn to optimize it. Right, figure out how the system works. Excuse me, <clears throat> and optimize it um, because it may be the right time of day will make you twice as much. Mm-hmm. The right location will make you more money. 
you know, quick one. I I was riding an Uber about a year ago or whatever, and I asked the driver, like, okay, are you going to pick someone else up from where you dropped me off? He's like, no, I'm going to go back to the airport. Mm-hmm. He's like, I make more money going back to the airport and waiting in line every time mm-hmm. than if I'm just putting around the city. Mm-hmm. So figure out how, how to maximize it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, a quick session with a coach or a mentor will do that. Hmm. Interesting. That's great. I'd love to read more about Uber and Lyft, how they just right. took over the market in two seconds. Yep. Basically. Mm-hmm. What is it, four years? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even, yeah, maybe. And they can do it without, it's even been for without owning all the cars, like the taxi companies. And <laughs> oh, I hate the taxi. You the taxi. Wow. Oh, they were horrible. They like it too. if you're at after hours, they you call them like one a.m. whatever, yeah. needing a, a ride. They'd hang up on you. They yeah. wouldn't answer the phone. You scheduled a ride. You couldn't catch one. I wow. remember my girlfriend bitching at me because we couldn't get a cab, and I'm like, I can't get one. I can't like man up. There's nothing to do. You know, it's like right. a bunch of money. Right, like, here's my money. Take it. Yeah, it's like, it's just not working. Buy your service. And that was just yeah. a few years ago. And then Uber and Lyft started uh, showing that. And I'm so happy. I'm like, screw you, cab company. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you for sharing all yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's really great. Um, So, the biggest thing that I see with people who have money conversations is that they actually don't have the details or the facts or the stats around what they need, what they want, what their expenses are, what their income is, how much time they spend, you know, like all the factors. So the first thing I would do is actually like track your expenses, track your income, like actually know what's so, so that you have something to work with. Like, oh, you know, according to what's happening now, it's going to take me 50 years to get to my goals, you know, and then you can find what's missing or how much time it's taking. And any time that um, in my family, you know, we're having a money conversation, we always go, well, let's just get what's so. Hmm. Thanks to your coaching. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it works, doesn't it? It does work. Yeah. It does work. So, um, so, and then there's a lot of power in that because we can see where excess money is going or where wasted time is. And you really can get a game plan from there. Um, and the other, I want to leave a lot of time for you and what you want to talk about. Um, so the other thing that I see oftentimes is that value and worth, we like associate all these, this other significance and meaning with our money and our finances and the stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. And it actually, instead of putting us into action, like, here's what's possible. What is it going to take to actually make all this happen? You kind of just get in the slump of whatever you're making it mean. Um, money's hard. Um, I'm failing at life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it really can be like, you know, I'm not, I'm ashamed of what I have. I don't have any skills that are worth don't paying have, for. Exactly. Or I don't know the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big point. You know, no one's going to pay for this. Yeah. yeah. Well, or I'm already. Like, or anyone can do this. If yep. I can do it, anyone can do it. Well, it's not worth it then. Yep. And same with time. Well, I'm already working 50 hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, and the getting another job doesn't really seem feasible because of whatever you're making it mean. So, you know, I, in addition to actually writing down all of what's actually happening in reality, um, I also have people start writing down and being aware of what are those limiting conversations that they have. Um, what are all the buts? I want this, but 
whatever the excuse is or whatever the reason is. And then actually looking at that because um, when you actually have the stats or what's so, what's happening in reality, um, you can actually look at, okay, so this is happening and this is happening and here's what I want and how can I make that work? And you just kind of brainstorm or mastermind. There's a million different ways you can make all of that work. But if you're limited by, you know, this or an excuse or whatever you're making it mean or I'm too tired or it's going to take too much energy to change something, whatever that might be, um, you know, that's where you actually stop being in action. How can you how can you tell the actual difference between an actual reason and a but excuse temporary? Hmm. Um, one of the things that I look at is what's keeping you in action or if you're stopped being in action. Hmm. So if my but, it might be valid, you know, like, but I am working 50 hours a week or um, I can't work nights. That would severely mm-hmm. impact my autoimmunity that I have. I would not do well. Right, but you would be healthy. I would not that. be healthy doing that. Right. But other people could. Um, so, you know, if I'm looking at whatever excuse or concern or reason why I can't have what I want and I'm just sitting with it, like, well, I can't have what I want because of this, that would be an area where it's stopping you. Mm-hmm. Instead, you could actually have a conversation around that and say, okay, how can I accommodate? my excuse, my reason, my consideration, my concern, whatever I'm dealing with, and still be in action to achieve my goal. Hmm. So it's really about action. Great. I, I think it's great what you said about like um, people don't know what's so, right? Hmm. And they don't they don't want to look at the stats sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know how right? much my baby is costing me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and what I find is just like we're horrible at estimating, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you may have a job that you make $20 an hour, but you don't really make $20 an hour. Exactly. But every time you do the math in your head, you're doing it at the full $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Oh, yeah. When you get that's what you get your week, common. When you get your weekly check, isn't that kind of what you go by? Right. Um, by the but how often amount? do people look at that end number, divide it by the number of hours they really work, and be like, oh, I really take home Fourteen dollars an hour, right? Right, and it's fourteen fifty or whatever. And then, but when they do the math, they're always rounding up to the full twenty dollars an hour because oh, yep. I can pay twenty dollars an hour because that's what it's quoted at. Right. Yep. And and so you know they look at things and they just start estimating, and it just gets worse and worse from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know I'm curious what practices you use to know what's so. Mm. Right. Like, what does that look like? Yep. For you. Well, for just me personally, um, I use a zero-based budget. So I'm calculating all of my expenses to the dollar, mm-hmm. and I'm calculating all the income to the dollar. And then right now, um, because Heber is growing a coaching practice, I have, you know, full-time my own business. Um, we actually do track our time spent, and for him, the gas that he spends and the time that he spends. And so we're able to actually see, okay, you know, was our time worth it spent in this fashion, you know? Um, So we actually track everything and we have a weekly budget conversation. So we're constantly updating in present to where we're at in a month. Um, And then we, you know, (laughs) it gets easier when you just, you know, like I have a spreadsheet I use 
hate spreadsheets, but I have a spreadsheet and uh-huh. it has pictures on it, so I like it better. Um, that's that's my version of the spreadsheet that has to have pictures and colors and things um, and flowers um, and highlight when you're doing good, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's acknowledgement. But um, yeah, I just plug our expenses in and update it, you know, for a few minutes every week. And then what we do is we have a conversation about what behaviors, that's only half the puzzle. So if we're spending, we're like, oh my gosh, we spent this much over in food. Okay, let's actually look at why instead of just saying, oh, we got to cut food. It's like, no, 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 let's actually like food prep, you know, do we need to increase the food budget? Do we need to, you know, just have things prepared? Did you buy a bunch of stuff that was on sale? Did we buy? Yeah, exactly. That's actually a good move, let's say, right? But yeah. Yeah. Do we have a food storage? Yeah, what actually is happening? And what can we put in place as a real structure, a real action plan um, to accommodate that? So great. Those are my two cents. I'm excited to hear your ten things. And it shouldn't be complicated. It shouldn't be complicated. It should not be complicated. Right? It should just be so easy. If you're doing it right, yeah, it should take a couple of minutes. It should right? take a couple. I mean, minutes. let's be realistic. 15, 20 minutes to update. Yep. Right, and to go through and to really see what's going on and mark mm-hmm. everything. Well, you're talking in the sense of that when everybody's clear. Mm-hmm. You're not talking. I mean, you're talking about you talked about it, but you're, you're. I don't know if you two have challenges. It's easier to talk about your Hebrew when you're not here. That's right. Let's talk about Hebrew. Yeah, but I mean, it's like if it's like me and him, and we're just going over in 15 minutes. But if you really think you need to get that couch, I mean, that's a stereotype. But mm. Hebrew needed to get. A new wheel cover for his mm-hmm. steering wheel so he could drive better that cost $150 way out of budget. Mm-hmm. What happens when you guys don't match? Because it sounds like everything's working perfectly. Do so you guys have, okay, so there is challenges. Stuff comes, comes up. up. Absolutely, okay. yep. Like, well, we need this. No, we don't. I mean, whatever. I want this. How, how does yep. that look like? So we have really clear agreements. So we, we talk about what it is we want to create in life, where we want to go. We want to get out of debt. We want to move. We want to buy a house. You know, we want to save for retirement. Like we have goals, right? Mm-hmm. So we actually come together based on commitments first. And then we propose a plan and we just keep asking, okay, does it work like this? Does it work like this? And we kind of try to come up with, not kind of, we come up with a win-win, something that accommodates us both. So when we do come up with, um, he really wants this, $50. Um, oh, shoot. It's a cool coin collection. It really is cool. I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, and he asked me the other day, so, hey, look, this is really cool, and I can get it for $50 with this option instead of like 100 bucks everywhere else and whatever. Right. What do you think? And I was just like, I think right now with what the stats, right, we need to stick within our budget because we have a deadline for saving. So, um, so we actually have an agreement to come back to. Like we have, we have agreed to a specific budget, and then when we make exceptions, we both have to be in alignment with that. Mm. Um, if the conversations are going on too long, like we just can't come to an mm. agreement, we actually call our coach, and mm. because we're probably adding meaning or significance or you or know emotions wrong. or, or somebody's, somebody's wrong. definitely or wrong. Just wrong. Right. Um, mm. Not me, of course, but. Um, <laughs> So we actually do. We call a coach, a third party that can actually listen to us as what is the actual commitment, what is, you know, the attachment, whatever. So having a coach available is a huge deal. It's like a lifeline. It is. Right. 
I mean, that's the reality of it. It's not like, oh, you know, I need coaching every Monday at five o'clock. It's the mm-hmm. uh, whenever it comes the up. The hiccup came up. Right? Yeah. Like, that's when you want to coach. Yeah. Is when you're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That's really when you want to coach. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing uh, top five, uh, five reasons out of ten for entrepreneurs and employees to be able to increase their income. Not reasons, but actual items that you can actually do. Um, and then you can reach out to me and I'll give you the other five. So we're going to share uh, employee. We're trying it this way today. Um, employees. Uh, some of the things you could do is, I mentioned it earlier, I have friends that are employees. I'm not an employee myself. I have been an employee. Um, but uh, the biggest thing is stop complaining. Stop complaining about your job. Stop complaining about how much money you make. Stop complaining about your boss. Stop complaining about your coworkers. And I can say I'm experienced in this because I hear these complaints all the time. And even no one wants to really hear it. And we get it. But don't act like you're trapped in that job because you could always look somewhere else. You're just trapped by yourself. And those complaints will actually stop you from actually achieving more at your job. See, what I've noticed is that, so I've heard this from women a lot. Like I was at at dinner, we talked, you know, all these women, we we were talking about their jobs and they were talking about how, and men do this too. I'm just talking about this example. It's not a sexist thing. It might sound like a little bit though, because they were, they pointed (laughs) out something to me. And um, so they were talking about how they were getting passed over for jobs or someone else was getting paid the same amount, uh, more for a job. And I understand that happens. I, don't, I really don't understand why it happens, but it happens. But one of the things that we came to was, um, you know, I was talking to one of the girls that got passed for a, a job. And uh, she's not that friendly to start with. Right? She's not like, well, do you ever go to dinner with your boss? No. And it's a female, mm-hmm. not a male. Right. It doesn't matter. Just as friends or the, the guys, uh, that's what, that tends to seem to be what males do is they will bond and connect, even if they don't like the, their boss. Mm-hmm. You know, and so uh, we were talking about how to just not pretend, but like the things about that person and connect because people give you, as an entrepreneur, they give you orders or sales based on what they like you. If you buy a car, you usually like the salesperson. You don't hate the salesperson. Right. You usually give your money to people you like unless you're forced to by uh, Comcast or something, you know. Right. Or the government. <laughs> or the government. <laughs> but uh, be charming. Be friendly. Be uh, the best of yourself. Don't say that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Do the things it's going to take for you to get that promotion or the better position or the better uh, project so you can be seen, whatever it might be. It's, it's not like not by being fake. We were talking about this earlier. It's actually being that way. Be happy. Uh, create it instead of just you just have to choose something else. And I get it. I, I've been totally stressed about my parents. And uh, there's times I cannot do it. But there's times I notice I'm ready to rip somebody's head off and I go, in that moment, because I've trained myself, hold on a sec, 
I'm not in a great mood or space right now. Let me talk to you later. Let me eat something. Let me just not do, deal with this right now. It's really like being responsible, and we were talking about doing that for the show, yeah. being responsible for your job. If you don't like your job, do something about it or do something inside it, and you can. And if you feel like you're stuck, we're not talking like you're going to be nice for a week. And everything's going to change, right? Right. You're going to have to, it's going to have to take some time. If you really don't want to leave that job and you're working on your tenure or your pension or whatever you might be working on, you're going to have to change yourself. And that's one of the challenges that we have about reaching our goals is you have to change yourself to achieve that goal because it's a goal. It's something out there you're going for. And you're not the person to get it right now. Otherwise, you'd have it. It wouldn't even be a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talk about that in my videos all the time. But that's That reminds me. One of the things Heber says is um, the answer is always obvious. And if it's not obvious to us, it's in our blind spot, basically. Mm-hmm. But the answer is always obvious. And if it's not mm-hmm. obvious to you, like this is true. If it's not obvious to you how to actually implement what we're talking about, get in communication with us or a coach um, because the answer is obvious. You just might not see it. Yeah. Great. So number two, get all your unused items and sell it. Uh, If there's things that you're not using, sitting around, uh, things you're going to sell one day, things in storage, go through everything you have and start selling the things that you have. You could, Adam, I'm going to use that someday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what I hear people say, right? Like, 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 yeah. Like, oh, but I may need this. Well, and then that's easy to say. Like, I have some uh, snowboarding boots and a snowboard. I haven't gone snowboarding for a few years. I will go snowboarding. I have no doubt I will. Yeah. I just haven't. So you don't have to sell that. Okay. In my opinion, you don't have to sell that. But if you have that donut maker, I'm a donut maker. (laughs) I've never used it. (laughs) I think one day it will be fun to make donuts. Go buy a donut maker that day. Sell your donut maker. Right. You know, go that buy might donut. be the case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You have a donut shop on the corner. Yeah. yeah. We'll just go there. But don't eat donuts. They're not good for you. <laughs> but uh, that, that's an example. Like, you have, yeah. to, you have to decide. You have to be responsible, again, of what's going to work, you know. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I hear, you know, people out there talking about, like, Gary V, for example, he says it all the time, like, hey, you want to make some more money, go to the dollar store, buy some stuff there, sell it on Amazon for $2, you know, or go look in your garage, clear it out, sell all that junk, you're going to make a couple hundred bucks. Now you've got some more space to figure out what to do next, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great example of just like, yeah, we've all got stuff yeah. that we're distracted. Well, one thing that's important to say is that everything that we're saying are general, general generalities and like Gary Vee, I, I follow him. I sure. dig the guy and some things I'm like, eh, uh, buying something at a dollar store and then selling it for $2, maybe it'll work. The reality is it's probably not worth your time to sell it for $2 unless for you're selling people. a few hundred. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, so no, like, but it's not, it's not just that is what I've noticed. It's the practice and the training. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that we're missing. It's like, you have to remember, you're not the person that you are right now to be, to reach that goal. 
Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, and how I actually it might take a map this out. It might take you no, you're okay. It might take you a second. You might have to practice on the dollar items. Right. Okay, Mm -hmm. that was fun. I know how to do this now. Now let me really do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and I love what you're saying. Um, and just to kind of I I give it my clients an exercise so that they can get the way of being. Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually have them look at you know what is their goal. What if that were just today? What if they just woke up and they were already there? Who would they be being? And they usually come up with a list that's like happy and fulfilled and confident and peaceful and, you know, like not stressed out and whatever. Then I ask them, well, you know, who are you being now about your life? And it's like stressed out, <laughs> and, you know, insecure and I'm worried exact and I'm blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah. The exact opposite. So, okay, if you're taking actions from a stressed out, disempowered, you know, unconfident, whatever the list is, you know, tired, blah, blah, blah. Um, those actions aren't going to be as effective as if you are generating yourself. Like you said, put a smile on your face, like be mm-hmm. happy, be confident. She does and- this really well. So we're talking about, right? She's like, hi, let me go. And so if you actually map on those ways of being as a choice, as like an actual decision to be that way, to behave that way and to take actions from that place, you are going to start naturally producing and taking actions that are consistent with who you would be in that future. Mm -hmm. But if we stay disempowered and stressed out and we're going to do all this stuff in order to hopefully someday get there, there's never going to happen because you're just going to keep, it's kind of like a hamster wheel type of thing. So it is for sure. And so the practice one, one trick I want to share with you about that uh, reselling thing is being patient. Like if you have stuff you want to sell like a donut maker, uh, someone out there will buy it. You just have to find that person and be realistic. And you don't have to like sell it cheap. You can sell it for the value around the value you want to sell. You might have to lower the price a little bit, but don't just dump it because you're learning something. I've been reposting these items over and over. Some of you might have seen me over. They're like, oh, just get rid of it already. No, it's $100 sitting there. And the other thing I do is you reinvest it. You know, if you're if you're paying your bills, that's fine. But reinvest it into something that's going to give you more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a camera coming for this, and I'm taking the little bits of sales I've made, put it together, and I'm buying another camera for the show. Yeah, I mentioned that. Um, I could spend it from other ways, but I'm like, no, I'm going to use this as a purpose driven so I can see the value of mm-hmm. why am I reposting these shelves for the hundredth time, literally mm-hmm. hundred times. People ask me whatever, but then all of a sudden someone will show up and they, how much did you want for this? $25? Mm-hmm. No argument. No, not, not argument. Uh, no negotiation. No the questions call, asked. No, no uh, right. bargaining. bargaining. I bargain all the time, yeah. but no bargaining. Right? They're just like, here you go. They're like, yep, I wanted this. It's a great deal for now, them. Now, why the other thousand people before it didn't want it? That's that's what that is. But it's going to give you training and experience. That you're going to have an idea. Oh, I put these stoves up, and I had a hundred people literally. I put some wood stoves up. A hundred people swarmed me for it, hmm. right? And I sold it to the guy. Who said I will buy them. Now that guy was going to buy them. Didn't ask me a whole bunch of questions. I met with him. He bought it. He handed me the money. Took it away. Oh. Um, 
So I love what you're saying too. It's, it's putting your money into assets, not liabilities. And that's something that's been huge for us too, is like, instead of just thinking wants versus needs mm -hmm. inside of our needs, how can we spend it on an asset, something that's going to give us give back to us. Yeah, give and, us more value. Yeah, and we've been seeing like, oh my gosh, yes, we need food. Like, we do need right. food. So you have a lot of chickens. Yeah, <laughs> but other food we need, how can we actually like get the most bang for our buck? Right. And like think, like a bed, we've been wanting a, a new bed for a long time and we've been spending money on all this other stuff. And now we're like, wait a minute, a bed would actually like help our body, our sleep, you know what I mean? Like it's going to give back mm -hmm. to us and it's going to last a long time. So we're like, we should be buying a bed, not all this other stuff. Um, and that being said, you have to find a balance, right? Um, the bed thing I totally understand because years ago, my fiance and I slept on this crappy ass bed. <laughs> oh gosh, it was horrible. He'd wake up all. Uh, <laughs> right. And I couldn't afford a bed, but I made a deal and got a bed. And I, now it's to the time I need to get, I think I'm getting to that point, I need another bed. Yeah. But you have to find that balance at some point and just, just being responsible and choosing it. Um, number three on employees is taking your skills and sell it. Whatever skills you have, and you have some, because you have a job. If it's panhandling, you could sell that skill. How to panhandle one on one. But whatever, oh, I see. like literally sell your skill. Like teach other people. And like whatever people. you're good okay. at. Yeah, teach other people how to do it. Um, that's a, that's part of it. Yes. But also, you can do things for other people. If you're a minor in graphic designer and you've played around with something, someone will pay you, go to Fiverr, go to KSL for Utah, uh, and there's other uh, places all over, where, whatever city you're in, that's the TV or radio station has a classified section. You can find it just by Googling it, or you know the people in your area. There's Craigslist. You can put it on there. Like I put on a uh, designing website for people, a $5 ad on Craigslist. That's not the free one, obviously. The, the skills usually you have to pay for. Services, I've noticed you have to pay for. It was $5. I got a $1,000 client. I got a $100 client. Uh, so I reinvested. I bought more $5 ads, right? I know other, I haven't had any of the clients come in, but you can see the return on investment is there. And you just have, just have to do it and market yourself, whatever those skills are. If you don't have a skill, you really don't think you have a skill, and then um, create a skill. Spend a half hour a day during your lunch hour in the evening, whatever you want to do, and learn a skill. It might take you 30 days of regular work, but you'll be able to learn some kind of skill at some kind of course somewhere, whether it's online, YouTube, you can self-teach yourself, something, and sell it. Because what I've, I've learned whenever I've been down on myself and thinking I need to get a job or whatever, it's not true. All I need, all I'm doing is not doing anything. I'm sitting around whining. Hey, I don't have enough money. You know? Um, and going back to number two about selling your stuff, I, I do believe one in the hand is better than two in the bush. Because people will say, just get rid of your stuff. If you're not mm -hmm. selling it, it's not selling. I'm saying just keep reposting it. You just keep reposting it because you, you will put it in front of new eyes. And you can get rid of all your stuff, but now you're having to 
figure out where to get the next thing for whatever you're doing. Try to sell that stuff value because someone's out there looking for it. So number four for employees is free stuff. People are giving away free stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. They give away fridges and they give away all working, stuff that's working. Right. Even like my friend put up a free TV and this guy asked her a hundred questions about it. She's like, I don't have time for this, right? Like it's free. Just yeah, and I'm, like, and, I'm like, and I'm with her. I was like, I don't want to ask you a bunch of questions, but is it working? Right. And she's like, yeah. And uh, I didn't, I should have grabbed it. I need to call her. Yeah. You can sell it for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You're right there. Just pick it up, put it on, on sale, whatever you're going to sell it for. Look what the market will bear. Sell it a little less. You'll sell it. Someone out there is like, oh, yeah. Sometimes people don't want free stuff. And that's really your niche. They don't want free stuff. You go pick it up, stick it in your living room, and sell it. If you don't want to stick it in your living room, like David said, he didn't say this, but quit whining. Right. <laughs> the way I'm saying is quit whining. Right. He's ripping right. up a piece of paper. You're basically saying the same thing, just different delivery. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't, don't whine, you know? Um, and if you have emotional issues around it, find someone to help you work through it. Or try to figure out a way to work through it yourself. You can train and coach yourself. Um, but try to figure it out, whatever's stopping you. Why don't I want to whatever? Just look at it and see why. Um, number five for employees, train and apply new skills. I said that already. So train yourself and find new skills that are, are productive. If it's making, I, would, I would add to that. Mm-hmm. So like within a job, like go talk to your boss. Hey, what should I learn next? Mm-hmm. And I'll help that you get some direction, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll align it with their goals. They're like, oh, you know what? We're doing everything with data. Great. Go learn Excel. Mm-hmm. Or, well, we're doing presentations all the time. Great. Go learn how to make a presentation mm-hmm. and deliver it well. These are skills that will actually jump, like leapfrog you forward. I'm, I don't want to, though. I don't want yeah. to give presentations. Well, then don't complain. Or just be happy with the $20 an hour minus your taxes. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, because we're using yeah. them, or it's $10 an hour, whatever it yeah. is. And that's fine that you're making it. But if you want more, here are some pathways to do it. And what was I going to say? i got to rush through the, the entrepreneur section. But what was I going to say? Ah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can entrepreneurs. Can I say something real quick, too? Because no. uh, you don't want people to bargain with you necessarily. Like, you can actually get paid without the bargaining mm-hmm. happening. Um, but you can also become an expert bargainer. Bargainer? That's my new word. Um, and even like at stores that you wouldn't think you can bargain, you can totally bargain. Mm-hmm. If you just even like have a conversation with the person, hey, is there any way I can get this discount? You know, well, is anything wrong with it? No. A lot of times people will say yes. And if they so, don't, someone else will. Yeah. Now, if I buy 10 of these, yeah. mm-hmm. can I get a better price? Yep. I like to buy I like to ask them what the big price is, the lower price for the higher quantity, then ask for that for the low quantity. Hmm. Yeah. And it, because it's really just it's semantics, really. It's silly. You know, if you buy a thousand or you buy ten. I want to buy a thousand, but I can only buy ten right now. Hmm. Right. Sometimes they do that. And you've seen you me do that with yeah, supplements. Or you yeah. want me to come back and buy a thousand from you. Yeah. Let's Give me the six dollar price. I don't want to pay right over ten dollars. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> entrepreneurs, create a one sheet about your product. A one sheet is just a simple sheet on your services and how much they are. Services, 
or product how much they are. It's a one sheet of paper. They call it a one sheet, a sales sheet. It's called a bunch of different things. But it has one sheet that tells them how much and what they're going to get. Gonna get. Yeah. Very simple, very simplistic. You can show it. You're at a networking event. You just hand it out. I don't really believe you should necessarily hand it out everywhere, but sometimes you'll catch it, but your percentages go lower. Um, they're higher if uh, you actually have a conversation with someone and mm-hmm. engage with them and see. Um, um, don't don't talk about the one sheet. Give the to them as information. Talk about what you're really going to do for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what it's going to do for their business or their life. Or Connect. Have a, co- have a conversation. Like, so really I, don't sell, I don't sell nutrition services. What I provide you is I'll get to the root cause and call it forever. Mm-hmm. And then here is my one sheet on nutrition services for this much yeah. an hour. Okay. No more questions. Okay. <laughs> I can finish. No, you're good. It's all good. <laughs> um, you can, number two, you can cold call. You might not like it, but it goes back to that whiny thing. I get like that, too. I'm good at cold calling. I've done cold calls, and sometimes I'm like, I don't like it. You just grab, you don't grab the phone book, sorry. You Google people. They still have phone books, by the way. You can find one somewhere. Uh, But you Google the listing, and you find it, and you go to different business listings like KSL or other business listings in your area. Just type in Oklahoma City business listing. You'll find different things. Uh, and you cold call them. You can buy lists from the government on your area if you're looking for to sell to chiropractors or uh, big machinery people. You can go buy that list from the government because they had to register somewhere, something, an LLC, a corporation, a license, business license, something. So cold call. Pick up that phone. Say, hey, how are you? Or email. Uh, number three, the clients that you currently have ask for referrals. Ask your friends, your neighbors, whoever you know. Ask for referrals. Do you know anyone that might be interested in getting their house painted? Whatever your, your job or position is, that's all you have to do is just put yourself out there. You don't have to go get a job if you're an entrepreneur. Number four, a door-to-door flyer. You can create a flyer uh, as cheaply as you want to. Black and white works as long as it's delivering the information or one color or full color. You can get full color stuff really cheap nowadays. Whatever your budget is, go door to door. If, you, if, it's, if you're selling to consumers, you can go to door to door in certain areas that you think will buy your product, or you can go door to door to businesses and drop off your flyer, which is similar to cold calling, where you're not actually calling. You're just dropping off a flyer. There's a lower percentage chance. The more interaction you have with someone, there's a higher percentage for you to have a sale. There will be a lower percentage for that, but there still is a percentage. You still have a chance, and it's better than just sitting on your butt and whining about it. Mm-hmm. Number, if you have free time, use the free time. Well, I would say you make the free time, mm-hmm. right? You, uh, If you have to go at 9 p.m., just make sure you're dressed well so people don't think you're trying to rob places, <laughs> right? And don't be sulking around. I mean, and I'm not saying go to people's houses either, but you can go to businesses and put a flyer in the door Mm -hmm. is all you'd have to do. And there's a lower percentage, but someone might pick up your flyer and go, yeah, I need my windows today. Boom. You know, if you're you're broke or you you need to buy that car, whatever your goal is, it'll happen. I, I went home the other night and, like, there's a little flyer and it's, like, window washing. Oh, literally. Yeah. And, like, the guy was like, 
And he even said, like, hey, you know, I need work or whatever. I'm doing window washing. I do great work. You know, give me a call. I'm like, wow, like, he's making it happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, another thing is posting and sharing. Share what you do on your social media. You don't want to share about business, then don't complain. Just live the life that you want. I know it's constant, right? Just uh, post what you're doing and then ask your friends. Don't send a, a bulk message to everybody because I ignore those. I'm like, ah, another thing. Pick up the phone and call your friend or your business associate and say, hey, I'm looking for more business, more work. And you can have good posture about it, too. Whatever works for you. You can be like, I really need money. Can you post it? Whatever works for you and your <laughs> right. sales team, right? Well, that's true. Just say, that's hey, will you post that posting for me in the call? I'd really appreciate it. Sure. David, can you do it, too? Most of the time, they're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, especially when it's in person, they don't want to say no. They want to say yes, even if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Remember, your goal is to make sales. So those are the ways to do it. Now, I have another five for both employees and uh, entrepreneurs. If you want the full list, you can click on the link on the video and you know, just put in your name and email. We'll send you the full list. Thank you guys for watching and listening to the Mastermind in Your Pocket show. We're uh, on every Tuesday at 11.30 next week. Mm-hmm. All right? Yep. 11.30 uh, in May and uh, where we are a group of experts that will help you and uh, with your challenges and any problems you might have. And we share our input on topics like this. Uh, remember to drink Tyler's coffee. We drink Tyler's coffee. If you want to order some Tyler's coffee, just click on the link below this video also. And if you'd like to work with us, you can reach out to McCall. Info at integritywellness.org or message us on the video. Yeah, and David, David message me on Facebook. Great. Can you have me that bag of coffee over there in the shop box? Absolutely. Ta-da! Tyler's Coffee. Just click on the link and you'll be able to order this great acid-free coffee. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Anything else? Guys? That's it. No. Thank you. Great. See you later. Listen for our show tomorrow, the Ultra Perform show at 5 o'clock with Jake track. See you guys later. Thank you. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys know him. Thank you guys for watching. We're just going to finish up here. Go ahead and do that. That's great. Thank you guys. I'll come and stop that.